Welcome to the Feast SMD Podcast, where miracles happen. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Soul Sundays. This is me, Apple, and today we're going to be reflecting upon the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 37 to 42. No one who prefers father and mother to me is worthy of me. No one who who prefers son or daughter to me is worthy of me. Anyone who does not take his cross and follow in my footsteps is not worthy of me. Anyone who finds his life will lose it. Anyone who loses his life for my sake will find it. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Anyone who welcomes a prophet because he is a prophet will have the prophet's reward. And anyone who welcomes an upright person because he is upright will have the reward of an upright person. If anyone gives so much as a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he is a disciple, then in truth, I tell you, he will most certainly not go without his reward. So we're going to focus on two things, two parts of this gospel today. The first one is from the start of this passage where anyone who does not take his cross and follow in my footsteps is not worthy of me. A lot of times we, when, you know, when we start serving or, you know, when we discover Jesus and have a a personal encounter with Jesus, we tend to think that life is going to be easy. We tend to think that he's going to handle everything because we believe he's God. We believe that he can handle everything. But what we forget is that Jesus didn't say that when you follow me, life isn't life isn't going to be the best life isn't going to be without problems life isn't going to be without suffering in fact when we follow jesus we're going to be following his footsteps and what footsteps were those those footsteps were taken on 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 calvary on the way to the cross and that's what jesus reminds us in today's gospel that you know you can't really live life without suffering you know, the life that we have, the problems that we have, you know, if you're if you're sick and tired of problems, if you're sick and tired of suffering right now in whatever circumstance, whatever state of life you are in, in a way, be thankful, in a way, rejoice. Because even in that suffering, you were reminded that you were still alive. And every time we, we are in a moment of suffering, we are still being invited to still ask in hope, to still come to God. And ask for his strength and ask for his grace. Going through suffering reminds us it's still a chance for us to hope. And when you have a chance to hope, it reminds you that you are still alive and that your life is still worth living. The second part of this gospel that I would like to focus on is the last part, the last verse. If anyone gives so much as a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he is a disciple, then in truth, I tell you, he will most certainly not go without his reward. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13 says, But now faith, hope, love abide in these three, but the greatest of these is love. You know, love or, or charity is the one that, uh, that the, the, the scripture says is the greatest from these three. But like I was reminded by my dad just a couple of weeks ago, you have faith, you have hope, you have love. But you can't have love, which is the greatest, without faith and hope. Faith and hope form the foundation 
for love and sharing love or charity having charity for others is a manifestation of the overflow of the faith and hope that you have in your heart now in this current chapter of humanity's history with this whole new normal that's happening around we are so you can have you can ha- you can fall two ways you can fall one where you're just dwelling in your own suffering and, and saying that lord i have no idea what your plan is for me i'm so lost on the other hand, you have countless examples of people who, despite the struggles that they're going through, despite the different problems that they have in their life, they still choose to become Jesus to others. Even social media, if you just scroll in your feed, you would see countless examples of, of these people, people who you know, people who you don't know, being generous to, to those who are in need. You know, so social media has a bad rap. Yes, I know. But in a way, even today, social media still is a platform to showcase the so many examples of people going out of their way to become Jesus to others. You know, just even in our own feast, just a couple of days ago, we have an example of a couple of our servants in Feast SMD who have gone out of their way to to provide food for those who are hungry. More than just a cup of water, they gave food. And, and people... You know, people who who do that, you know, like like these people, they're not superheroes. They're not insanely rich. They're not insanely powerful or insanely influential, but they're doing what they can within their area of control because they know that they've been so loved by God and by the overflow of the love of God in their in their hearts, they want to be able to share that love with others to those who are in need. Sometimes, you know, when we hear people who are in need, you have the need to preach and say, oh, no, don't worry, God's going to love you. That's, that God's love for you is, is abundant. But without the physical manifestation of this charity, they're not going to believe you. But for those, you know, there, there are those who say, nah, I, I really want to become a, a vessel of hope, a vessel of charity as well to these people, but I don't have the money. I don't have the funds to be able to do this. But there are other ways to become Jesus to others. You don't necessarily have to share treasure. There's time and talent that you can share. If there's a way that you can become Jesus by sharing your talent, if you were given a gift, not necessarily monetary, but the gifts that you have in your heart, by sharing them and becoming an inspiration to others, you're actually being Jesus to them. You're bringing hope. If you don't have talent, if you don't have treasure, maybe what you have is time. Just sitting down and listening. Listening to, to, to people who just need someone to talk to. That is already so powerful and such a moment of, of healing. And that can be a moment when, when these people who are in need can encounter Jesus through you. So for those of you brothers and sisters who are listening right now, maybe this 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 podcast has been a vessel of God's love to you. You know, with the other people who have shared their time, who have shared their their gifts through this podcast and reaching out and and proclaiming the message of God's love to you. Let it not stop with you. Let it become let it, let God's love overflow in your hearts that you have to share it because you know that God's love isn't meant to remain in you. So share your heart in reaching out. Give love to those who need affirmations. And as Jesus promised, then then in truth I tell you, he will most certainly not go without his reward. God's rewards aren't always monetary. Yes, they can be. 
But more often than not, the rewards that God gives are way beyond our imagination, way beyond our limited imagination. Because the way how God rewards us when we give our hearts to Him, completely, fully surrendering to Him, the rewards that God gives to us are beyond this world. And so I invite you, brothers and sisters, that if I... If you are in a moment where, you know, you, right now you're carrying your own cross and you're just overwhelmed by the weight, never forget that, yes, God has given you this cross, but God does not assign crosses to us that he, doesn't, that he knows we can't handle. But if it seems too much, maybe because you're trying to carry your cross alone. It's our pride that says, no, this is my problem. I can do this by myself. More often than not, maybe God gives us a bigger problem thinking and then we end up thinking that it's too much for us to handle. Maybe because that cross wasn't meant to be carried alone. That big cross that we are carrying is a reminder that we can't do this. We can't do anything in this life without God. Amen. So we, as we close this reflection, I invite everybody to pray with me. And we ask for the Holy Spirit to come and enable you to become a vessel of hope, to become a vessel of faith, but more importantly, to become a vessel of love to those who are in need around you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Jesus, we thank you for this time, and we thank you for the gifts that you have given us. We know, O oh Lord, that you have enabled us to become vessels of faith, hope, and love. But we are overcome by fear. We are overcome by doubt. Jesus, we ask for you to remove, to break free, to break free, break us free of these chains, to unveil our eyes so that we can see the image and likeness that we have, which is in you, and for us to see that we, when we dwell in you in your spirit, we will be able to carry our crosses and follow you. That in following your footsteps, we are not alone. But in following your footsteps, we're able to bring others closer home to you. That will never always that it's not about us. It'll always be about you. And we pray, O oh Lord, for the gift of courage. That even in our own struggles, we may look beyond what's currently happening in our lives and to see that you always have the greater plan for us. In Jesus' name we pray with intercession of our blessed mother. Amen. You are blessed, you are loved abundantly, and you are overflowing in God's love. And I pray that as you're listening to this, that God may move you, that God's love in you may overflow to those around you in need.